Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the best of Outkick the Coverage podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. Jeff, what is up, my friend? I am great. I have not seen Clay brag about going to his beach house. Is that not where he's going this weekend? I figure that's when he takes vacations that are not to London. He goes to his beach house, but the bragging has been has been less than usual. It has been. Uh, maybe he's sick. Maybe he's under the weather. <laughs> this might be the only... I mean, anytime that dude's not bragging, something's wrong, right? And somebody <laughs> asked me the other day about what he takes medicine wise and I'm like he really doesn't believe in medicine. He doesn't even like taking aspirin. Like he doesn't he doesn't like taking Tylenol unless he absolutely has to if he's like sick and under a doctor's care. So he was asking me those questions. So maybe he's ill and he needs to he needs to pill up or something like that one way or the other. I don't know. Um well, the Bucks appear to be ill right now. We're going to talk a lot of stuff today. We're going to talk some some of uh, Chris Long's comments and what that can mean for the NFL going forward and just how candid he was with Dan Patrick uh, when he spoke to him about marijuana usage in the NFL and his own personal usage, to be sure. We'll talk about the NFL overtime rules because Jeff and I are on opposite sides, so we get a chance to yell at each other, so that ought to be fun. Uh, certainly the NBA, nobody wants to play with Chris Paul. Nobody wants to play with James Harden and they don't want to play with each other. So it's a fantastic situation down in Houston. We'll talk about the Warriors. We're going to talk some Game of Thrones on this show because of course we are, but Kawhi Leonard, 35 points, nine rebounds, seven assists. This man was everywhere. I don't know how he's even making it up and down the floor based on the way he's looked over the past two games before last night. Last night looks like the 48 hours, Jeff, that he got between game four and five did him some semblance of good. 
but he was sort of facilitator in the first half and then woke up in the second half and did what he had to do to get his team home. Basically, it was him. Lowry was okay. He wasn't anything fantastic, but it was Fred Van Fleet that really showed up big for him when somebody needed to and went 7-for-9 from 3. A lot of that damage done in the second half. And the damage now for the Milwaukee Bucks is if they want to make it to the NBA Finals to face off with Steph and Clay and Draymond and the crew, they've got to win back-to-back games to do it because the Raptors took their home court away and lead this thing three games to two as it shifts to the north tomorrow night. And what Kawhi is doing at this point is... Pretty extraordinary. I, I mean, he he literally looked like he had a blood pressure cuff on his knee on Monday. Like, it didn't look good at all. He looked like he was 60 years old trying to make it up and down the floor, but he was still doing everything that he had to do. And last night, when it came down to it, him and Van Vliet got them home. Yeah, it's been impressive to, to watch quite. Remember, too, he's also spelling a ton of energy on defense. Yeah, he is. All the time. And that's part of, I think, his exhaustion is he didn't have to do that early in the series, and since they made that change, their defense has gone up two, threefold. I mean, it's, it's impressive. And, and that's really how they're winning these games. They're winning these games by shutting down Giannis, letting Bledsoe shoot the ball, letting Middleton shoot the ball, basically letting anyone else besides Giannis beat them. Uh, but offensively, what he's doing, uh, he's been helped by the bench. The, the Toronto's bench uh, has come alive. Obviously, we know this the last couple of games. It's allowed him to kind of start the game off a little bit slower and then get into kind of the killer mode in the fourth quarter. And when he is on, man, he is on. He shoots that flat jumper, uh, hits the back of the rim, goes right through the net. Um, And that was a game last night where I I honestly thought, and and the odds reflected this, that the Bucs had really every opportunity to win that game. I thought they should have won the game. I thought they were going to win the game. And Toronto just went there and took it for them. Uh, And they played some impressive basketball, especially defensively. Uh, And we don't really appreciate defense I think as often as we should in, in really in any sport and I tweet this uh, you know after game four that the Bucks just go with long periods where they don't score and, mm-hmm. and you can credit uh, the Raptors f- defensively for that as well but really the Bucks they go like five seven minutes without making a shot and not contested shots miss they miss layups they miss open threes and you can't win the series or win the title really with long stretches of of no offense dry spills uh, yeah you can't and, you can't you can't overtake dry spills and then you have Bledsoe who is what your second or third best player yes. the Raptors are letting him shoot the ball they're like dude just just shoot the ball go ahead man and I know he had a, he had a good first half but then down the stretch he couldn't make anything and it hurts this team they don't have that guy from the top of the key that can initiate the offense outside of Giannis who he can get to the rim but he's only doing a couple things and the refs by the way just decided to kind of call nothing last night Either way, when Giannis went to the rim. So he wasn't getting fouled, and they weren't calling charges, uh, which kind of hurt him as well, not getting the foul line as much. So a lot of factors have played into this. But Toronto, even with the game they played, they're only two-point favorites in Game 6. I was shocked by that. So basically they're saying that a neutral court, the Bucks should win that game in Game 6 and head back to Game 7. I don't know, man. I feel like Toronto has kind of snatched the soul of the Bucks at this moment. I mean, they may have. The Bucks are the better team on paper. The second-best player for Milwaukee is the biggest story for Milwaukee, as is the last about two minutes, three minutes of that game, where they just went bonehead and made mistake after mistake after mistake. But Chris Middleton can't go two for nine for six points in that game at home. He just can't do it. And that's the problem with Bledsoe taking as many shots as he did down the stretch and not converting it on those because 
Bledsoe's not the guy that you want taking those shots. Middleton is. Middleton needs to be the one with 14 attempts, not Eric Bledsoe. Now, Eric Bledsoe gave you 20 points last night, but what did it cost you in terms of other possessions? You've got other guys that have to be able to step up and make open jump shots when Giannis gets collapsed on, and that's what the Raptors have decided to do is, well, we know what Giannis can't do, which is consistently make a three or consistently make a mid-range jumper. He wants to get into the paint, make his moves, take his Euro step or his two or three Euro steps that they're not going to call, get to the rim, yam on somebody, or go off the window for two. And unfortunately, Antetokounmpo is expending a ton of energy himself just trying to deal with the fact that Nick Nurse and the Raptors have begun to collapse on that zone. They did the 3-2 early, which almost worked, and now they're just beating him up. As he gets down there, there's multiple guys. So Antetokounmpo then has his outlet, and he has to toss it out to the corner. That's usually going to be Malcolm Brogdon in that spot or somewhere up top where maybe Middleton is down in the left corner or the right corner, at least in the elbow in that area, to make a jump shot. Lopez is the one guy right now that when he catches it, I think maybe he has a chance to make it. But Middleton can't go for six points. That's the thing. And you talk about the bench. Game four, 48 points from the bench. Got them the ties uh, in the series the thing you don't expect is for a bench mob to show up on the road and that's what we saw last night and now that we've seen it Milwaukee's lost home court even though they're the better team on paper I'm watching onto Takumpo and I'm saying I want to see this guy live up to his potential but there are some spots where you can exploit him because he can't shoot from 15 feet consistently you can challenge him And you can make him make free throws. He's gone 6-for-10 in one game. He went 4-for-9 last night. That's where Drake has been able to troll him in Toronto. (laughs) I mean, Jeff, my man airballed free throws in back-to-back games in the Eastern Conference Finals. This is the NBA. This is not the rec league. And even in the rec league, it takes effort. And he has done it twice. He's still learning. I mean, he's so raw and he's so young. And if he could ever develop that... All bets are off in terms of him being able to dominate this league for a decade. But right now, you could almost take him out if you know how to play him down in the paint and beat him around. If his shot's not falling near the rim, you can cause some serious problems. We haven't seen the Antetokounmpo 40-point game in this series that we had seen previously in the postseason. He's getting 21, and he's getting 24, and he's always going to be there. But he seems to be a little bit frustrated, not negative energy, but just he knows he's in a war at this point, and the Raptors seem to, at least for the time being, have figured him out. Well, this is the first time in his career that he's been this far in the playoffs, obviously. And it's the first time in his career when he's had a coach in, in Nick Nurse. Uh, by the way, do you see Nick Nurse has own em- embroidered hat last night? Uh, no, dude, I tweeted it? it out. You can't do that if you're no, Nick Nurse. No, if you're you Nick Nurse, you can't have the NN hat. I mean, you're Nick Nurse. Like, I would look, up, I would walk up to Nick Nurse and be like, hey, Nick, I'm just going to ask you a question, man. Let's pretend for a second. You know this dude, Nick Nurse? He's a coach of the Toronto Raptors. I'm talking to Nick Nurse in this, in this example. I'm like, you know Nick Nurse? Do you, if you were Nick Nurse, do you think you would put on a hat that had two lowercase ends on it? Just seriously, how ridiculous would it be if you were Nick Nurse and you did that? And I'm talking to Nick Nurse. Like, you, you're Nick Nurse. You can't roll out there with the double Trent Reznor's on the front of your hat like you no. did last night. That was Who? amazing. At nine Inch Nails. It's it's a thing. It is a terrible look. I don't know who decided this. It was a him, was stylist, his wife. Like what? What? It's wild that, that he did that. But nonetheless, um, 
Giannis has never had a situation where defenses got to spend a week figuring out how to stop him. I mean, you know, in the regular season, no one's going to double him as much. They don't have time to do this. They don't have time to figure out their rotations on defense to figure out how to stop him and how to, you know, let Bledsoe shoot, let Middleton shoot. Uh, some nights we know that teams just don't show up in places, don't try very hard. They party the night before. You don't have that issue now. Um, now they're focusing on stopping him. It's the first time in his career where he's had this issue. And so we have yet to see him adjust. And part of it is because the rest of his teammates aren't making the shots they're supposed to make. Remember, the Bucks put up the second most three-pointers in the NBA. I think it's 38 to 39 threes a game. They're not making as many now. Bledsoe's not playing well. Middleton had nine points last night. The role players aren't doing what they've done. And so it's making the double teams appear quicker, appear more fierce, and it's throwing Giannis off his game. And he's not going to learn this series how to do that, how to fix that. And he might not learn if they beat, if they win the next two games against the Warriors. But in this offseason, he's going to have to spend time figuring out how to either shoot the ball before the double team gets there or just become a better shooter in general so the double team just can't come as quickly or you're kind of in a position on the court where you're not going to get double teams. So these aren't going to fix themselves. It's not going to fix themselves in game six. No. Unless there's a magic pill he can take between then and, and there or or Kawhi gets hurt. And then we even saw Giannis cramp yesterday a little bit. I think Reggie yep. Miller brought that up. Um, he's, he's a man, and this is part of playoff basketball. It's, for, it's his first time this deep in basketball. It takes a long time. If you look at the history of the NBA, it takes a long time for superstars and their teams to break through kind of this conference finals. We saw Jordan have to deal with this for a while, and Kobe and the Warriors a little bit. Like It takes a little bit of time to break through the Eastern Conference, Western Conference Finals to get to the NBA play, to get to the NBA Finals. Yeah, it's a stepping stone league. You usually take one step. You don't go from the first round of the playoffs to the NBA Finals. And you're right. It's happened historically. Very few teams have ever been able to overcome that. And if you're Jordan and you're the Bulls and you keep getting beaten by the Pistons and then you finally get by them, there's like a passing of the torch, sort of. I remember watching Oklahoma City. They were an eight seed. Then they were a four seed. Then they were a one seed. And then they finally made the NBA Finals. So it's it's not this is why when you get to this point, Antetokounmpo is right now in uncharted territory on the water and he's run into a Raptors team where although they are also in uncharted territory, their star is not. Their star has a ring. Their star is a former NBA Finals MVP from San Antonio who you can trust in this moment, who seems to understand the magnitude of the moment, puts down the pain and goes out there and gives you 35 points. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield 
windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2Pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2Pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their michelin test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Let's go to JJ. He is in the Pacific Northwest, wants to talk about, well, maybe West Coast bias or East Coast bias, rather. JJ, how are you this morning? Hey, what's going on? Doing well, buddy. How are you? Man, I'm just chilling. You know, I was hoping to speak to Ben Bowler, but uh, Ben didn't want to speak with me for some reason. I don't know why, but I heard he was, him and Softies and a beast. Softy Mahler from 950 KJR. All right. And, you know, I was trying to figure out what that was about. but uh, I certainly don't know. What do you have for us? 
I mean, I I know I know I what you know, I don't know what's going on there. All I know is Dave Salty Mahler was upset with him and was like he was like Ben Maller, pretty much he said F you you know what I'm saying? JJ, are you lubed up right now, buddy? But I don't. I, I think it was. I think it was. It was around. It was around the time that Russell Wilson got his contract. Is what I'm saying. So I don't know what went happened there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I have been drinking. Yeah, yeah, you, you have. What have you? What have you that's what. To got to the bottom of it, man. JJ. What have you been drinking? Yeah. What are you Mad tipping? Twenty twenty. What are you tipping back right now? Man, no, man. Have you ever heard of Olympia beer, man? That's made here in the state of Washington. I don't live in Washington, so no. It's, well, it's from a brewery. I know you it's guys a craft are in beer. LA. I understand. I know where you guys are at. Yeah, that's right. And I'm I plan on coming. Hey, so how how is LA in October? Because I'm taking my daughter to Disneyland in October. So how is LA in October? Oh, it's horrible. Stay away. Hot. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. no. There's no reason to come no. to this day. Yeah, I'm unless you my, have I'm extra. My it, to Disneyland, JJ, man. will Seriously, you will I'm, you have some drinking money to to take the crew to some bars out here in L.A.? Well, man, I work for the federal government, man. I make. Ah. Uh, so you make bank, man. You got federal government well, cheese. If you, could, if you could drink that Olympia stuff, I that's like Hennessy Kingley. out there, right? Chains for and anchors for the United States Navy. I mean, I don't know if you guys ever heard of them. I have, you know, or the United Who? States Coast Guard. I make <laughs> chain links for both of those um, <laughs> companies, but you know, I mean, I don't understand what that means. I wanted to ask you what your actual sports take was, but this is far more interesting. Did you have a sports take? Oh yeah, Seattle Seahawks all day. Born and raised in Seattle, <laughs> and, and I wanted I wanted to see. This is what I was trying to call earlier for because I wanted to get into oh, an hi. argument with Ben Maller and tell him he better be ready for me because I work swing shift. I work three thirty to midnight. Three thirty to midnight, huh? Yeah, and me and him after I get off work, we're going to argue. So, what about the Seahawks, man? Or just um, all day. I mean, that is an A plus take. But what else do you have to back that up? What, what do I have to back that up? Yeah. Why do you love Seahawks so much? You, you got to okay. say it all in thirty okay. seconds, well, though, JJ. First of, of all, first of all, first of all, I was blasting uh, Russell Wilson on Facebook last year because you know after he got with Sierra, he uh, he got some of that Georgia peach and didn't know how to handle it. Oh my. I mean, so we got a deal, but uh, oh yeah. So he went downhill for a couple of years, but now he's back. And then Pete Carroll and John Snyder. Wait, JJ, JJ, him. JJ. Hate to cut what? you off. You got to do a radio tease for us. Say hour two coming up next on Outkick. Right, right, right. No, right. dude, do say okay, say so hour two I coming know up I next. Keep it short. I know oh, I gotta God. keep it short. Man. Real. Ah, ah, ah. Damn, man. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. What's the alcohol content in a can? Because <laughs> that ain't uh, like a four and a half right there. No. Um, Olympia. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, it uh, is. We're going to play the, that call again before the end of the show. Oh, wow. Olympia beer. This is an old school can. Look at this thing. Oh, you, we actually researched this thing. Do we still have JJ? Is he still there or is he gone? Yeah, we okay. still got JJ. Alright, Dub. Let's see if we, let's see if JJ is still cogent or if he's just falling asleep with the phone in his hand. JJ, are you with us? Yeah, what's oh, going on? Oh, yes. 
so, uh, all right. So, okay, so what's up? What's up? What's up? How do you feel about the question. use of artist of artisan water for your Olympia beers? My Olympia beer? Oh, you guys want to talk about my drinking now, man. This is the type of viewers that we have right now. Yeah, it really is. It's this, this is the kind of viewers we have all the time on radio. These are the viewers that we have. All right, what's up, man? Kawhi Leonard, he went off. He went off tonight. He did. He had 35 points last night. Man, the dude showed everybody why San Antonio should have paid the man. Dub, Dub is right. I mean, excited. come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> JJ, you serious right now, dude? I'm serious. Do you know how much it pains me to watch that guy go off like that last man, night? I mean, I wanted to turn it off so bad, but I had to watch. Did you see him break the man's ankles? I'm watching Sports Center right now, man. Kawhi <laughs> me too. went off, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, the, the man was like, hey. He was waving at cameras and stuff, you know, wasn't even in Toronto like Drake. But Drake, he be doing some other stuff. I yeah, what do you think about Drake? Week. What do you think about Drake, JJ? Man, he didn't tweet me back. You can't. That's what I think about him. Drake. He needs to tweet me back. What did you tell it? him? What did you tell Drake? I, to- I told him to stay off the sidelines. You're not part of the crew. You're not part of the coaching staff, man. What are you doing? You know, he is an ambassador that has an office in the Toronto Raptors building. Well, I, I know. That's what my cousin told me. But, okay, you're the ambassador. Well, we're playing in Canada. Now we're in the United States. You weren't here. So, you know, and then uh, the owners of the Bucks' daughter wanted to wear that shirt. I'm like, wow. <laughs> that was greasy. You know, yeah, no, I, I agree. So, <laughs> so when you called originally, you told, right. you told our call screener something about East Coast bias against the West Coast. Is that a take oh. that you actually have? Well, okay, <laughs> all of the uh, hold on, the division. Yeah, get your get your note cards out. <laughs> I know, I got to get my note cards out now. Now, Gene Steratore is going to use those to measure a first down. On um, first down? Oh, no. I didn't mean yeah, to get you off track. I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> the East Coast, uh, West Coast bias. Yes. Yes. Well, that was that started with Tupac Shakur, but, you know, that's that's put put back in the, in the shelf. But, uh, yeah, that's a little different if you want to get into that. I was talking about sports. Like, weren't you talking about right, sports? Right. Or were you talking I, about I like, understand Biggie, that. And I understand Wu, that. Biggie and Wu-Tang? And so, so Toronto's from the East Coast. They are. They they are. They're from the East Coast. All right. Hey, hey JJ. Country. Hey, JJ. Yeah. Very compelling topic there. But really quick, we're going to play the alcohol content game with you. Turn that music up, Roberto. <laughs> All right, JJ. Oh, uh, Roberto's still here. Okay. Yeah, he's still uh, there. Roberto. Okay, J- I'll be tweeting you. My, my guy tweets everybody. The only people, the only people that you oh, don't, boy. the only people that don't respond to you are Drake and Roberto. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. What the hell, man? JJ, is there more alcohol in your Olympia can of beer or a Pabst Blue uh, Ribbon? Well, no, there's still four Olympia cans sitting right here. No, that's not what we're asking. <laughs> but that, that tells me Olympia. That tells me the answer is Olympia. 
<laughs> oh, you guys are clowning, man. Oh, man. <laughs> it's good stuff, man. I, it is good stuff. It is good stuff, man. And I hope, hopefully, you guys can take this stuff and add it on to to tomorrow night show, man. You guys do a great job. Oh, yeah. Our Saturday show's the best. Yeah, always yeah. good. <laughs> No, well, Friday night. Well, yeah, you guys, t- Jonah Knox takes over Friday. Love Jonah. Why yeah, is Jonah. that? <laughs> Jonah's yeah. my favorite, especially when he got spit out of the whale. Why does, why does Jonah take over Friday nights, though? Explain <laughs> that to me, man. I, I, Come on, man. You guys got to explain that to me, man. About why Jonah takes over Friday nights? Yeah, because Ben be like, man, I'm too lazy to bring my fat ass. We all know Ben Mallard's lazy. <laughs> Incredibly lazy. Yeah, y'all eating pizza and shit tonight, man. Oh, people, people from London. Oh, and that's oh, my bad. Now, there yeah, goes the end of JJ. I wondered I mean, how long we would get. Yeah. Honestly, the over under on <laughs> the over under on how long that call would go before round we had of to applause cut it off for content. JJ made it six minutes. We're gonna we're gonna have to truncate and play yep. parts of that later because Jeff and I and and all of you. We're not going to be able to top that. So Olympia Beer has 4.78. Yeah. Is it's ABC or ABF? Um, I thought it would be higher. So did I. So did I. Yeah, Pat's still got left, though. Pat's him calling so back. So is that a six-pack or a 12-pack? <laughs> Imagine him calling back. It's an 18-pack. Imagine him calling back <laughs> it four, four beers later. Oh, oh man. man. In case you were wondering, Pabst has 5.01. Yeah. Wow. OE has 6.13. Oh, yeah. And Old Milwaukee Bear, 4.51. Colt 45, 6.1. Nice. Yeah. Clay's going to be so disappointed that he missed that call. <laughs> that's, got, that's, on, that's on the all-time list right there of the greatest callers to this show. And he, and by, he made it a long time without having to be dumped. Like it was impressive. I knew. Yeah, I kept waiting. I kept waiting for him to go over that line and say a word. Like I, I wanted to play a game and like put it in our chat window and try to figure out how long he could go. And you know, I actually thought he might drop the f bomb to get knocked off. S S is a little bit. I, you're the gambling guy, Jeff. I, Where would you have placed I, that bet I on the over under? Oh, much lower than that. I don't. I don't, yeah. I don't even know what words I can and can't say on this show. I just say nothing to not get dumped. I did get really angry that one time. It's, it's, I don't even know. I don't know what words I can and cannot say on regular radio. I need a list. You guys have sent me a list. Yeah, George I, I Carlin that, did a bit about it. Look it up during a commercial. I didn't break. know that list. I didn't know that that word was part of the list. Yeah, on terrestrial radio, yes. Well, on extraterrestrial what? radio, on ET radio, you can get away with that. Well, I know. I say it all the time on my other show. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so just say I just very muted here. But I did get angry that one time, like out of character, and I had to be dumped like twice in a row. I felt bad. So David Bakhtiari was doing his best JJ in Northwest impression last night. And I saw God. you tweet this out, Jeff. I mean, he was taking it down. Like I mean, he was chugging the heck out of that thing. So here's he, you know, he's interesting because you know how we mentioned the the voting for all NBA team and and All Star team in the NBA. So David Bakhtiari is a three time All Pro at left tackle. He's for the, he's on the Packers. He's a great beer chugger. He chugged three beers last night. Aaron Rodgers barely chugged half a beer. It was very disheartening to see that if you're a Packers fan. But he's made zero Pro Bowls. And he's made he's been three time All Pro. So like if if 
his contract was tied at all to the Pro Bowl, which is not, thankfully. Um, he wouldn't make as much money. It's wild, right? It's wild. Like, that, that seems like not something that you'd want to be done. Um, but uh, he's a good example of that. But yes, he is an outstanding beer chugger. Um, the Bucks should be proud. And then Aaron Rodgers obviously sitting courtside with a with a um, the Bucks uh, yeah. daughter uh, yeah. owner's daughter, and then she I looked her up. Um, she's uh, got a lot of Instagram followers. Yes, she does. Yeah. Wouldn't not terribly surprising, I guess. But that was I mean it was fun. It was cool. I mean Aaron Rodgers has talked about Game of Thrones this week, and Aaron Rodgers not exactly the beer chug expert. Dub I think has commentary on this. I mean, it was kind of pathetic, honestly. I mean, Favre would have chugged four and taken a hydrocodone afterwards, is all I'm saying. <laughs> did you see Matt Stafford post his own video chugging a beer? I, d- I did not, but Matt <laughs> yeah, Stafford used to use bar soap for shampoo. Um, all right. That's a story bold. he's told about That's how poor bold, he but was. He, chugged, he went and chugged a beer at dinner last night to prove that he is the elite beer chugger in the NFC. I can't see Kirk Cousins chugging many beers. No. Trubisky, Aaron Rodgers probably not on chugger. that list either. I can see Trubisky giving a good beer chug. Quarterback beer chug rankings, one to five. All time? Well, far No, no. Well, yeah, far, as far as near the top of that list, um, yes. I'll tell you, I would Current. say I would say Bortles is up there. Because <laughs> his name's too close to Bottles. No, just because it's just Blake Bortles. That was a dad joke. Good, My apologies. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, it was um, terrible. Let's see. So I can see Bortles. Um, is, you think, I think Big Ben is old, younger. Big Ben would definitely be a beer chugger. I feel like now Big Ben's more of a wine guy. You know, he's, mm. he's a little more mature now. I'd, I'd say I throw him out of there. I'm trying to think of, of quarterbacks that are beer chuggers. Um, oh man, who else? I'm trying who, to think about. I'm trying to think of it. By Andrew, division. Oh, I, I think Andrew Luck. Really. Yeah, quietly. I bet he's a quiet like. He drinks like dark beer. Like he drinks stout and micro Oh, for brews. sure, for sure. Um, you know, Mar- sorry, Mario Day is not drinking any beer. We've seen his, yeah. his with his offensive lineman. He's not drinking any beer. He only drinks milk uh, <laughs> out of coconuts. Tom Brady drinks avocado water. Uh, I don't. I can't think of any. Like, there doesn't feel like there's a lot of quarterbacks that would be big beer chuggers. I see Josh Allen taking to him. Fitz magic. Oh, yeah. Josh Allen, Bortles for sure. Um, oh, Baker Mayfield. <laughs> yeah, Baker Mayfield. Well, we've seen him tackle before. Yeah, I, I could see him doing that. Um, you know, like Pat, can't see Pat Mahomes doing no. it. Um, Don't really think Drew Brees is probably a big Joe drinker. Flacco. Uh, yeah, Philip Rivers probably for younger, not. Like, 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 Drew, like, like a Drew Locke. You can see Maybe. Drew, he's, he's your new future quarterback for the yes, Broncos, he is. unfortunately. Derek um, Carr, big drinker there, Danny G. Uh, probably hot tea. Yeah, he's not. I can't see him being a, a big drinker. Um, you just got blocked on Twitter uh, again. I got double yeah. blocked again. Yeah, I'm surprised his brother didn't block me after that horrific. Joe that Montana take on take Joe Montana is one. Of, we may have to discuss that. That's one of the worst it, takes of the year. It, the thing about it's okay. The thing about it's actually his premise is not terrible for his argument in that Joe Montana played an offense that was transcendent and not prepared yes. for the NFL. That's fine to say, and Steve Young did excel on that offense as well. But at some point, you transcend the offense. Like Tom Brady plays in a system; he has transcended the system that he is in. Joe Montana played best in big moments. That matters when we talk about quarterbacks, and to just throw him off at your list of top ten quarterbacks. Oh, now this is not a discussion of one 
or two. It's top ten of the Super Bowl era, and to put in Jim Kelly, which is fun. Jim Kelly's supremely talented. But he also played an offense that was never seen before in the NFL. Shotgun, the K-gun, right? Going four wide receivers at a fast pace. That wasn't seen before either. So it was a terrible take. And to say that, by the way, too, no great defenses. The Niners played the Bears, the Eagles, yeah. and um, and uh, there's one other, uh, Giants. Like every year, they had great defenses. So what are you talking about, man? Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield? wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum! And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their goodyear test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be There are stars on both rosters still playing in the Eastern Conference in the NBA. One of them with a 3-2 lead, that's Kawhi Leonard. The other one, Giannis Antetokounmpo, you heard Eddie Garcia at the top of the hour update talking about his ankle injury. I would say he plays. He's certainly going to play, but it was weird that he he was out of the game with like a minute seven left and then came back in with 30 seconds, but he never actually sat down, Jeff. He just sat on the (laughs) scorer's table, got murdered by Chris Webber on commentary and then came back into the game like 20 seconds later. Did they explain what was he out because they were worried they would just foul him and put him with the line? I, Obviously I you, assume you can't, so. You can't hack a you can't hack a Shaq under 2 minutes, but if he has the ball you can foul him. Um, yes. like that. So maybe that's what they were worried about cuz his foul shooting has been horrendous. And during the regular season I think it was 73%. 73, so yes. Not awful, but in the postseason it's been much less. Obviously the last couple of games has been worse. Um not good when your best player can't can't be in the game, especially when he is really the only player on your offense that can create any sort of offense just by himself, right? You put him at the top of the key and you know what he's going to do is to take one dribble, eight euro steps and get to the rim and try to put up a basket. The Bucks, it's so I feel like the NBA is a sport where we make wild overreactions kind of game after game. Mm-hmm. You know, in hockey, I feel like in the playoffs, I mentioned hockey, by the way, so there's that one person who tweeted us last time about hockey. Um, you know, every game is kind of, is different, right? I feel like there's, there's, you can't overreact off of one game. But the NBA, after the Bucks went up 2 nothing, everyone's like, all right, Bucks warriors here we go. Bucks have a chance to, to beat the Warriors, and I was one of those people too. And then all of a sudden now it's like, well, Bucks can't win. It's a Raptors chance. I mean, the Bucks can still come back. They're only two-point dogs in game six. But the way they played leaves you no um, – kind of leaves you with, with no confidence that can happen because they have no answer for what Toronto's doing on defense. No, but so. Bledsoe cannot um, cannot do much on offense. Middleton played terribly last night, um, and it's just it's been tough for them to get any to get any baskets, any easy baskets. So good good for the Raptors. Yeah, I mean Giannis has to work really hard to get all of his buckets, especially against this Raptors team. I don't know what this is taking out of him, even if the Bucks are able to win these back to back games and get to the finals. But what it comes down to is who you trust at this time of year. And this is a refrain that I have pounded on for weeks leading into the postseason and certainly as you go along. The teams that are still alive, now the Bucks are kind of in that spot where this is usually where a team like this that's young, where their star has never been here before, 
finally succumbs to the pressure, runs into a wall, and has to learn from experience and come back next year and be that much more dangerous after working in the offseason, for example. Kawhi Leonard is a former NBA Finals MVP, maybe the best two-way player, maybe the best player in the league if you look at all that he does. There are no holes in Kawhi Leonard's game, and even at 80%, I don't know. He was moving a lot better last night than I expected him to based on what we saw in his limited range of motion in Game 3, especially in the tail end of Game 3, and all the way through Game 4 where the bench picked him up and scored 48. But Kawhi's been there before. And because Kawhi has been there before, the rest of that team can look to him and build confidence off him. Fred Van Vliet goes for 21 last night. Siakam Siakam hadn't been great in this series. And Toronto was counting on, if Kawhi left, Siakam was going to be their consolation prize. That's how it was framed. I don't think so. Like no. the that you're not going very far with Pedro with Pablo. Uh, I'm going to get this right. Pascal, Pascal Siakam, Pedro, Pablo, Pascal. Somewhere. One of them. Racist. Siakam, the Siakam triplets. One of them being your best player. But Kawhi Leonard makes it easier on everybody else. Kawhi, and Kyle Lowry. I mean, they lost when he gave you 30. It comes down to Kawhi Leonard. And it comes down to some of the guys on the bench. Somebody else has to show up. And finally in this series, for the first time, a bench showed up on the road. And as a result, home court got broken. Correct about the, uh, about the bench. And you know what's great about the way the Raptors are doing things is they're allowing Kawhi to not have to do everything. And they're allowing him to take over at the end of games when, when, you, want, when you want your superstar to take over. We saw that. In the fourth quarter last night, is is he just? Is there an injury of Kawhi? Or is he just tired. Yeah, he landed awkwardly. Okay, early in game three, and since that point, or maybe it was game two, wherever it was, he's been sort of, he's just been hindered since that point. And last night, and you heard the inside guys mention this after the game, and you could tell in the first half he was a facilitator, and that was because Nick Nurse and Kawhi and that team decided we're going to let him conserve his energy. Because when we need somebody late, it needs to be him. If somebody needs to take over this game and it's tight down the stretch, it needs to be the guy that's won a finals MVP. He needs to have some level of energy left. And so he conserved his energy, and down the stretch, he had what they needed. And alongside getting enough from Van Vliet, who goes 7 of 9 from distance, a lot of that damage being done in the third quarter and early in the fourth, that was enough combined with Milwaukee's Benny Hill act bubbling the ball around and Eric Bledsoe moving too quickly and making the cardinal sin of going airborne without having anywhere to go with the ball and not knowing where his teammates were on the floor. And then you've got spot-up shooters that just simply came up a little bit small last night. Like Brogdon goes two for six from distance. Brooks Lopez only goes one for four. Giannis actually went two for three from three in the game, but only four for nine from the free throw line like a lot of these shots if they're not making their shots and you mentioned this in the first hour of the program Jeff and you're right there are long stretches of dry spells where tumbleweed blows across the screen when you're watching the Bucks offense and that is the kind of thing that you just can't have is lulls like that in the playoffs and so I still think the Bucks are the better team on paper but it is a tall order to ask them to go to Toronto in a big atmosphere with Drake on the sidelines get the job done, and get it back to seven. But I do agree with Charles Barkley. If the Bucks go to Toronto and win, they're going to win the series. Because Toronto's not going back and winning a game seven on their floor. I, I find that very hard to believe. The thing about the Bucks too, why you can't count them out, is they, they can just shoot better. I mean, it, it's not a matter of 
the attempts they're taking. They take a lot yes. of three-point attempts. It's a matter of them making these attempts. And if they can find their rhythm with Middleton and with Brooks Lopez, and Ilyasova, all those guys, they can find a rhythm. Uh, they can definitely win game six and then obviously win game seven. Yes. What's wild about Brooke Lopez, too, is you look at his career stats. He didn't attempt a three for the first five years of his career. Then he attempted like like per game a tenth of a, th- of a three. So you know, he just had one or two attempts a year. And then all of a sudden, boom, now he's, now he's just basically doesn't even attempt two-pointers. He attempts more threes. They double the amount of threes than, than he does two-pointers. Wild to see where the game has gone to where Brooke Lopez now is looked at as, as a three-point shooting threat. But that's that's where we are, and and the Raptors, with with their bench playing better, they're going to be hard to beat. But it's kind of the same with the Bucks theory of of them this shooting better. You know, the Raptors bench plays terribly, which they did the first three and a half ga- you know games of this series. They can easily go back to Game Seven in, in Milwaukee. And like I said, the the line being set at two for the Raptors minus two makes me think that Vegas feels. Pretty strongly, the Bucks are still a much better team than the Raptors because after that game, I thought the Raptors would be a five, six, seven point favorite, but they're not. Yeah, I think that's just more respect to Giannis. It's more respect to how deep Milwaukee should be, despite the fact that we haven't necessarily seen it. Truth of the matter is, there are two guys on the Bucks team that can get their own shot. Middleton can. Not as easily, certainly, as Antetokounmpo can, but Antetokounmpo, they'll let him take jumpers and threes all day long, and they'll live with the results of that. On the other side, I don't know. I mean, Lowry can sometimes get his own shot, but Leonard is really the guy that you have to look to, and Leonard has just been going off in this offseason, or certainly this postseason, rather, which makes his offseason that much more interesting to see whether or not if they make the finals, is that enough to keep him? Is he happy there? Does he want to come back there? Or is he going to go to the Clippers, or is he going to go somewhere else? Which brings us to an interesting point, which we'll, we'll start here, and then we'll carry over to the next segment, which is, Brian Windhorst reported this a couple of days ago, and then yesterday as well. I heard him say this on television, which is, Kevin Durant is going to set the market, not monetarily, I'm speaking, but how much power he has. Kevin Durant can go to the Knicks and say, look, trade that third pick for Anthony Davis, and I'll come here. He can also go to the Knicks and say, I want my buddy Kyrie, who apparently is now his best friend. Kyrie and Kevin Durant have never been closer. That's sort of been shown out through this year, but it's been reported in multiple outlets. I look at those two guys, Jeff. I think they're the two most unhappy guys in the NBA. (laughs) Can you imagine putting the two biggest, like, just the two, like, bringers of death when it comes to, like, positivity and being overly sensitive and things like that, not caring for the media a lot of times and being sort of antagonistic, putting those two guys on the same roster, is that somehow going to work? I am in favor of watching Kevin Durant interact with the New York media. It's going to be a train wreck. And it's going to be awesome in our profession to watch this happen because if he cannot control himself on Twitter with Chris Broussard – um, or random, you know, or get on Twitter and troll people, or use his fake burner accounts. What's he going to do in New York when the scrutiny is going to be so high? Because if he comes there, he's not going by himself. So either Kyrie's no. going to be there. To your point, they'll trade for Anthony Davis. Um, and by the way, the Pelicans like don't have to trade Anthony Davis. I, no, I they don't. I, I feel like you you might as well just sit on Anthony Davis till the All Star break and see what happens after you draft Zion. Um, so poor Zion was so disappointed when no one's won the lottery. Um, but uh, it's going to be miserable with Durant and Irving together if Kyrie does go to New York. 
Uh, I don't think they're going to win as much as they think they're going to win. Uh, you have two guys, to your point, that just seem upset all the time, seem pouty. Um, you know, Kyrie came up very small in the playoffs this year. But maybe Kyrie is a guy who can't be the number one on a team, and having him with Durant will make him happier and make him a better basketball player again. The context of the Chris Broussard thing, which without getting into the actual deal itself, there's no reason why Broussard would lie about that. There's no benefit to it because it could be proven elsewhere, and it makes no sense why Durant would actually do what he did and not just say, yeah, you know, we talk from time to time, whatever. Like, that's, that's well, Kevin he, he Durant offense, overthinking He it. took offense to the Yeah, the comment text. itself. No, yes. no, he took, he took well, offense. He took offense to the, the actual implication that there were asterisks next to his right. two championships in Golden State. Do you think that there's legitimacy behind that claim? Um, not that it's not true, but that players actually believe that and that they should believe that. I think Kevin Durant, Steph Curry will never get the respect that they think they deserve because of the way they join forces. It's different than when LeBron joined forces with uh, Wade and Bosch yep. uh, because they already had a 73-win team when Kevin Durant came to the team. They had lost the you know, to the buck to the Cavs for down, you know, excuse me, up three one. I feel like their legacies were always be a little tarnished in the eyes of most fans because of that. I'm not sure that players care about that as much or media members, but as far as fans, I definitely think there's going to be always a backlash because of the way they joined forces. And probably more to Kevin Durant than to Steph Curry. I don't think Steph, Steph feels it at all, Jeff. I think no, it's I don't all think he on does, Durant because I Steph that, already won before he got there. Right, but I do think there are some fans that probably give a slight to Curry. Curry needs to win a Finals MVP just for his own sake, I, th- I feel like. The real question is, this has been debated this week on a lot of shows, and I don't know if we have time at this exact moment to, to do this, maybe after a break. Um, you know, does Who has a bigger legacy in the NBA? Is it LeBron or is it Steph? I feel like these are... It's a very interesting conversation. I know it's very kind of first-takey, but um, I think there's valid points on both sides. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com.